0: Richard Case. Well,
1: good morning, Kathy. Um, we are uh, starting a new week. Uh, this good should, morning. This should be Monday the 18th, I believe, of October, so we're starting a brand new week. And uh, we uh, will have uh, uh, have done a retreat uh, already that weekend and another one coming up uh, right after that, so... We're excited.
2: Enjoying your time in New Hampshire, right? Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, i so. tell
2: you, one of the things I know you guys are experiencing this, I'm sure, you know, as we're taping this, you will have been experiencing this. And I know, you know, the last week or so before we taped this, you were doing a couple different retreats too. One of the privileges we have of um, leading retreats and, and just walking beside people as they discover the journey of really what it is to abide and to hear from God is that day in and day out, you know, Rich and I are sharing stories here of supernatural, but it is daily. It's not this odd once in a while something. Um, but there are, you know, supernatural experiences that we get to bear witness to constantly. And when we're in retreat mode, um, which you guys are in right now, it is just amplified even more. I feel like you get to see it on so many fronts and just watching God move in a powerful supernatural ways in other people's lives. And then they take that forward and the ripple effects are beautiful, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I said, I think I said this the 18th is actually be the 16th. <laughs> so uh, all good. Uh, October 16th. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of fun. And yeah, that's exactly right. It's uh, uh, as people more and more people experience it, it's easy to perpetuate it because they they can't help but Mm -hmm. share share the stories of it.
3: Right, Uh, right.
1: And remember, God is trying to teach us this. So it's not about, you gotta be perfect in the process. You just have to have the heart Mm -hmm. to go and he'll persuade it. You know, just like the disciples, when they first learned it, they didn't know anything about it. Uh, So he didn't say, well, you gotta do these three things and then you get it and see if you can do it. And you're not doing it. Rather, well, just let me help you understand it. Keep asking right. questions, experience it. Uh, and we've they been...
2: experienced it long before they understood it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And,
1: and God wants to do it all the time. And one of the things as we actually uh, walk into the supernatural is to begin to recognize, oh, you know what? I've already experienced this.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, we start to see things differently, that it's not just you know, happenstance, or it's just not serendipity. It actually, wow, that thing that happened really was God showing me his supernatural work. Um, and now I can appreciate that more. I'd like to learn more about that, you know, and that's, and that's how it works. Can
2: I share with you a sweet story, um, from just a few weeks ago? Um, I, I think I shared on here that I was going to be going to Colorado while you were out doing a retreat. Actually, I went with a good friend, um, out to Colorado, her daughter um, was going to go to the YWAM, um, Youth with a Mission Discipleship Training School. Mm-hmm. And this training school she was going to was in Colorado Springs, which is my old stomping ground. Um, and as I prayed about her going, and I know her daughter, um, would, wouldn't mind me sharing on here too, um, struggles with anxiety, but really did feel like as she prayed through, you know, after she graduated, this is what God was calling her to do. But, um, you know, anxiety to travel, anxiety to be on a plane, and then just anxiety in this situation, such, you know, so many new things going on in the pace that would be going on. And I felt like God said, yeah, I want you to offer to go out there with them and, and walk through this with them and just help them to see my hand in it, to be a level of peace in the midst of it and just praying and all of that. And so it was a sweet, sweet time. And of course, I love the excuse to be in Colorado whenever I can. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so that was that was good. But talk about one of the sweetest things that happened. There were so many things in this week. So we went out and we took her there. You know, probably four days before she had to check into the program, just so that we could kind of get her feet on the ground and show her around, get her comfortable with it, do some of the tourist things, let her feel a little more at home in what her new home was going to be for the next few months before she settled in. And um, and so throughout that time, God did all kinds of sweet supernatural things, um, one of which was even connecting her to one of my best friends from college. We went over and had dinner with. And that became a connection point that, that Sydney became so comfortable with her that she's now a contact for her. And when she's feeling overwhelmed or anything else, she'll call Megan or shoot her a text, or has even, you know, Megan has opened her doors to say, come over. If you just need a little break to get away. And so just God providing a sense of home for her in the middle of that was a beautiful thing. But the fun story I want to share is the day of us moving her in, um, her anxiety was definitely very high as any graduating senior going on. I mean, going off to college, you know, there's so many new emotions and transitions. And so a lot of this was just very normal, but it definitely um, was a a hard transition day for her. And God was so kind in every bit of it. And um, when we got up that morning, took them out to took them both out to breakfast before we went to check her in and, um, Every little step, one of the things we had done the day before, I should say, is we actually went and shopped basically like you would for a dorm, did all the shopping for her. And the only snack she wanted to buy was Cheez-Its because Cheez-Its are her, her favorite snack. So this is one of those things where God could, you know, somebody could look at all of these things I'm about to share and say, that's coincidence, or you can open your eyes and see the power of the supernatural in all of them. We walk in to check her in that morning and we walk in up to the table and there is one large table sitting in front of us and it's got water bottles and cheeses mm. <laughs> that's it so we walk in the door to register and all there are for snacks are water bottles and cheeses so we kind of laugh pointed out to her do you see this god even knows your favorite snack you know we proceed to then go they send us over to the financial check-in and um, to settle up the balance and she goes fully expecting to have a rather significant balance to pay and walks up to the desk and the gentleman looks up her name. He's like, Oh, I see here. You have a credit of $425. So not only did she not have to pay this, but somebody had donated enough that she now has a credit in her account. Wow. Another huge thing that we see God doing. So then we go, we settle you know, they have, she has a dorm type room. It's a hotel room that they check into. There's five bunk beds in there three girls are going to be rooming. She chooses her bed, make it all up. We get things settled in and then we go out to lunch and we come back to um, come to the next thing that there is. And on the way back, there's a double rainbow. And so of course, Andrea, her mom and I are both like, do you see this God, even in this, you know, cause she was starting to feel really anxious knowing we were getting close to the actual drop-off time that her mom would be leaving her. And uh, we're like, you know, even now he's showing you this covenant rainbow, you are stepping on faith in what he's calling you to do. And he's with you just, you know, trust this. And then the, the kind of exclamation point on the whole thing, as we go through the rest of the evening, we have the dinner and very encouraging. She meets her roommates, very nice, but she's still sad and anxious about all of the transition. I go ahead and leave the room, allow her and her mom, just a little bit of time to say goodbye. And, um, she lays down on her mom's like, let me take a picture of you one more time. You'll let's do whatever Sydney lays down on her bed. Remember, this is one of five bunk beds that she could have chosen. And this is the one that she made up. She lays down on her bed where we have hung fairy lights and put scripture all along the wall to kind of help her ground herself when she's feeling anxious and she's crying and she looks up and right underneath the bed under her in big letters is S Y D Sid with a big heart. And that is her preferred nickname. She likes to be called Sid, a Sid with a heart. And she looks up through her tears and looks at her moms and says, if that's not God reminding me, I'm supposed to be here. I don't know what is. Yeah. And so in the beauty of all of this in one day, he just gave her all these little, little things that you could say were coincidence that were nothing of coincidence but all signs of him just showing her, do you see I'm with you step by step? Just take the next step. I'm still with you. Just take the next step. I'm leading this. I'm with you. And then for in his sweetness to know that every morning when she wakes up a bed, nobody could have told her she was choosing. Nobody knew what room she was going to be going in all of these things. And she's going to wake up. And the first thing she'll see is the sign on her bed, reminding her that God sees and knows her heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's all What a beautiful, beautiful story. And uh, it's fun that God cares about that stuff, you know, and does does things supernaturally. Those are the kind of things that we're talking about is that, you know, we we discuss, you know, healing and these big things, but also it's just a series of small things Mm -hmm. that God says, I'm doing something on your behalf to show you something. And all of that was supernatural. Absolutely. Uh, So that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, Well, we're going to continue our discussion of... uh, you know, what it means to put ourselves in a position to respond to the opportunities for supernatural. So this is a great little story uh, that we've all we've all uh, heard this story before, but we're going to kind of get into it a little bit deeper uh, to understand it in terms of uh, the, the elements of it. So it's Luke 11, uh, excuse me, Luke 17, verses 11 to 19.
2: Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers, who stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice, glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? Were there not, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God, except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, fantastic story. Uh Remember, uh, leprosy was contagious. Uh, they weren't completely understanding it uh, fully other than if you're around a leper, you're going to get leprosy,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and that's going to be through touch and, and all that. So um, they had already set up a system, if you got leprosy, you got to just go be with other lepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't be back in normal society anymore, um, because you'll be contagious and you'll infect them. Uh, which is why you know, I think people have heard the, the term leper colony. Right. Uh, it's well you're going to join other people that have leprosy you can you can function together because you all got it mm-hmm. uh, but you can't be with anybody else because they'll get it and you know then they'll have to be sick and join you. So um, Jesus is uh, you know he's uh, passed through Samaria um, and he's going through a certain village, And remember, there's both Jews and Gentiles, you know, in these functional areas. Um, And um, he's out there. Basically, he walks, in a sense, through or into their place. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So he knows what he's up to. Um, It wasn't because he wasn't like in the middle of the city where there's lots of people. And right. they, and they happen to be there. No, they're, they remember, they're removed. Hmm. Uh, so he says, I'm walking uh, and met him then 10 men who were lupers. Um, So he's not even, you know, walking into their midst, but he's walking near them. Right. Um, and because of, you know, who he is and what he's doing, um, they know who he is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So just think about that. Um, he's walking into a new place. Um, they don't have TV. They don't, <laughs> they don't right. have, but his don't,
2: reputation uh, precedes him. Uh,
1: but they know who he is and, mm-hmm. uh, why, um, you know, was he known?
2: Because of the miracles that have been going on, yeah, the because, supernatural people were talking about it. It was a buzz.
1: Yeah. See, They were. And this is part of the uh, issue with Supernatural is there's a purpose behind it. And that's to bear witness Mm -hmm. to the life and the power of God so that there's an interest in it. Right. Um, And and there's an interest in these guys because, uh oh, hey, there's Jesus. Now they weren't, remember, they weren't given notice. They weren't, Mm -hmm. hey, Jesus is coming. They just are living their life in misery Mm -hmm. and they see Jesus walking by and they know who he is. Right. Um hey, and they say what? Jesus, have
2: mercy on us. <laughs> Master,
1: have mercy on us. And remember the word there is to bless us, which the reason we need blessing is that we're miserable. Why? Mm-hmm. Cuz we have we have leprosy. Uh in essence, could you heal us? Mm-hmm. Uh is that possible? Uh so Jesus says to them, um well, go and do what?
2: And show yourselves
1: to the priest. Show yourself to the priest, which in essence is a thing that they couldn't do and shouldn't do and wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the priest is just going to reject them. Right. I'd say, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, go. Uh, go away. Um, and um, I don't, the priest would say, I don't have any power to do anything for you. So you need to leave and exit, you know? But Jesus says what? The one thing that is illogical to do Mm -hmm. is I want you to go do it. Um, And they basically being in the position they were when they heard Jesus give that instruction, what did they do?
2: They acted on faith and went to, went to show themselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed.
1: Okay, so as they were obedient, to the instruction, mm-hmm. um, which they had to receive. So in this case, Jesus didn't just go over there and heal him, which he could have done by the way. Right. Uh, Cause he's demonstrated that before. Uh, but rather it's like, okay, if you boys want to be healed, then you got to do the one thing that you know, isn't going to make any difference per se, but that's my instruction. Mm. Um, and are you willing to do it? Um, if you are willing to do it as you go exercise, as you're exercising it, Mm -hmm. he didn't, he didn't even say when you get to the end of it, he just says, if you have a heart to go and follow what I just said, you're going to get healed. And so they said, we're willing as they went, what happened?
2: They were healed.
1: They got healed. Uh, not, uh, come over here and heal us, uh, or, uh, okay, I will but rather, well, here's my instruction to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And as they went, as they went, they were healing. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they followed his instruction.
3: Mm, And they experienced
1: the supernatural by the instruction they received. Um, And then um, one of them comes back and gives great glory to God. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, remember, they do know who this is mm-hmm. and they, they, who is it? That's Messiah. That's, that's their view of Messiah. Messiah is God. Messiah is here. Uh, he's doing supernatural works. Hey, there he is. Could you heal us? Well, go, go show yourself and you'll be healed. They were healed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The one guy comes back and says, you know what? I understand the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, You're God and God did this and hallelujah. I give glory to God, not to what the fact that I was obedient to your instruction. Um, You're the one who did it. Hallelujah. I give glory to God. Uh, And Jesus says, well, where's the other guys? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, they're just happy they got healed. And in essence, and and, and think about this, um, they left the relationship. And said, "Hey, I got what I needed. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and isn't that a good thing?" And but one guy comes back into the relationship mm-hmm. and says, "I recognize who you are. I glorify what you did on my behalf, and I give you great thanksgiving, and I give you all the glory." Um, and he says, um, "You, you're not even a Jewish." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so it's, you have a heart and he says, so, uh, because you've done this and this is cool. Verse 19, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. what he's trying to do is elevate this whole thing. So think about, uh, the purpose of the supernatural. He's kind of, uh, putting this together in a microcosm. Uh, yep. I healed all 10 of you. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you were obedient to the instruction and all 10, because they were obedient to the instruction, got healed. Okay. This guy comes back Mm -hmm. and glorifies God. And he says, actually, you understood something even greater. And that is, um, your, your faith and belief in who this was and what this happened by, is now going to have you experience uh, the abundant life and the, and you're going to be well in all aspects of life. Mm. And that's what God is trying to do here, is that um, if I heal you or I do this supernatural thing, like like you were talking about with your uh, that girl who was going to school with anxiety, is now that you see this, Mm-hmm. And I did it all in this last day or so. And you know that you know that you know, and it wasn't just one thing. It was multiple things
3: mm-hmm.
1: that showed you I'm, I'm for you. I'm with you and you experience the supernatural. The question now, honey, is, do you believe what I'm about ready to do in all of your life
3: mm, and because, so
1: because of what I did. And you get reminded of that every morning Mm -hmm. is now come and live with me on on all aspects and it'll it'll be well for you why because i use the supernatural to draw you into a bigger life Mm -hmm. Um, and i want to make all things work together for good for you and but you got to stay with me and the other nine yeah they got healed of of their leprosy but they've missed out on the joy of the on bigger the abundant, uh, life. On the abundant <laughs> life that I have for you. Um, and uh, do you have a heart to go? And because you have a heart to go, I call that faith. And that faith is going to now lead you to new things. Uh, and again, as we, you know, think of, of where he wound up, likely, you know, he was probably one of the people that joined the first churches, um, mm. even the Gentile churches right? and learned more and more and more because he already knew the power and life of Jesus, but not just for one thing. And, oh, isn't that nice? And it's over. Actually, I want to, I want to experience more of that. And I rejoice because why I'm glorifying God. Um, So it's, it's really, you know, a fantastic story. And we just did a retreat um, up in the mountains and it was on God's uh, grace, uh, living God's grace, um, experiencing the nature of God. And it's all about you know, I want to give you favor. I want to give you supernatural things. And uh, one guy <clears throat> uh, was in the group. Um, and these are people that know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lady says, uh, and we're just starting into the process, you know, that, and I go through the description that God wants to give us grace and grace is defined as his majestic life and grand. grant.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he doesn't do mediocre. He only does majestic. Uh, and so this lady says, Hey, there's a guy here that really has been a, has a problem. He's had a problem for two years physically, and he's kind of discouraged about it. Could we pray for him? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, (laughs) I said, uh, actually, no. Um, I said, because we haven't yet heard from God. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, we're going to, we're going to present this to God. But I'm not going to pray anything yet for him until we know what God has to say. Oh, that's uh, great. So um, they were a little bit like, huh, this is interesting. And what do you mean by that? And so we we talk about it. And so I said, well, first of all, we got to learn the truth. And then we have to uh, seek God's answer. And then we can pray. Uh, and mm-hmm. it may include, by the way, instruction that he needs to follow. And, and I said, I'm not, I don't know yet. Uh, but let's go find out you know i said so everybody be willing and so i i just said you know tell me a little bit about it and he did um and he's been a, it's been a problem and he's very discouraged and basically resigned to i guess nothing's ever going to happen mm-hmm. um and i got to live with it but i don't want to but i but i guess i got to and uh and people around him have been praying for him mm-hmm. but never what these guys have, are experiencing is what we know is what we got to go seek seek what god has to say so um, over the part of the weekend, then we're all, I'm saying, go seek what God says and we'll come back and talk, you know? And so we do and I do. Um, and so I said, okay, uh, we've, we've asked God the question, has anybody heard anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I have. And, you know, have you heard anything? And, and they say, yeah. And, uh, they say that, um, uh, one guy says he has to, surrender his will to God. And he's not surrendered because he wants God to do something for him, but he hasn't been willing to follow what God wants to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're going to have to surrender. And another person says he's going to have to learn to abide and walk with him and let God speak to him and seek the truth of what it is. um, And that there's a roadblock in the way that um, if he calls out, God will show him. But there's a truth that God knows that he doesn't, and it's spiritual. This thing isn't physical; mm. it's spiritual.
3: Interesting.
1: Uh, and then I I reinforce that with some verses. And here's what I got. And basically, it was uh, we're invite God's inviting him to go go to the priest, mm-hmm. like this story. You know, if you go to the on the way that you're going to the priest, you're going to get healed. Do you have a heart to go? Because there's an instruction here. Mm. that he was going to follow. And uh, as we left the retreat, we don't know the rest of the story yet, but its it was clearly stated, God's inviting you to take a step of obedience. Wow. Are you willing to go? If you are, you're going to get healed. If you choose not to, you probably won't get healed because God's saying, as you go, I'm going to heal you. Mm. Uh, but I'm not going to just heal you because you want to. Right. Because what? I'm doing something way bigger for you. If you can learn this.
2: That involves whole health healing. Every, you know, everything. All of your life is
1: going to step into the covenant. I'm actually uh, putting my finger on something that's critical for your whole life. Mm -hmm. Not just this healing. Matter of fact, if I healed it and you didn't learn this, you'd actually go away from me.
3: Mm. Um,
1: So it's really interesting uh, that, you know, God says, I want to invite people uh, by giving them instruction as you Mm -hmm. go, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it so it will be well for you. And the word there is so that your whole life will start to experience the abundance that I have. And you're going to have to learn something really simple. I want to do it. I'm going to deliver it to you. You're going to have to be obedient
0: to Mm -hmm. my, to my
1: instruction. And I'm inviting you to learn that. And that's what he was doing with those 10. And he said, only one learned it. Uh, Wow and uh hallelujah you know for you so it's good it's it's a really cool place of do we have a heart to follow and if we get instruction Mm -hmm. which by the way this is where people around you can help uh in this case um it was just well why don't you go ask the neat thing is god speaks yes um and they all and they all said they all said yeah i've I've heard this and i've heard that and they reinforced each other with the beauty of that. And that's what the inner circle is all about, by the
2: way, mm-hmm.
1: is, hey, you got a just problem. Just so
2: encouraging in the waiting too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and and hopefully he got excited, but is he willing to, you know, get a go right, in and go step and, into and, it. and, and yeah. seek God's will and surrender. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of this and uh, for the truth of it, that a uh, lot, lot of times you're gonna ask us to just be obedient to a step of instruction. And that's necessary because you actually want to carry us so that it would be well with us in all aspects of life. And uh, it's such a beautiful thing to learn. I pray that we'll have a heart to receive it, to be obedient to it, and to experience your supernatural work in this, but knowing there's more to come. And we and we praise you and thank you now in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions, be sure to send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com.